Transmissions from the Dark Side is a tongue-in-cheek look at anthology horror, covering adult themes and concepts in very childish ways. Parental guidance suggested. This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. A museum that has a blank room and there's a bog woman in it enter if you dare Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we're watching every episode of seminal 90s horror <laughs> anthology. <laughs> there you go, Maddie. I'm so proud of you. Monsters. And reporting it back to you. <laughs> We've made it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, thank you for giving us a chance. We're watching a show called Monsters. It's on Amazon Prime. It aired in the 80s through the 90s, and we are watching an episode called Museum, Museum Hearts. Hearts. Every episode is different. Eh. Tonight is no exception, exception, Matt. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, it is customary around these parts that we guess what this episode is about based on title alone. We call it the Dark Side Guess. (laughs) 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 Who would like to go first? Oh, God. I'll I'll go first. Actually, no. Jen, go first. Museum Hearts. Can anyone ever find love in a museum? If you're two mummies in the National History Museum, the answer is maybe. <laughs> Pretty close. You know, you know yeah. what's funny is I was also going to go with a mummy angle, and then I was like, no, nah, I can't think of anything. Go ahead, Matt. <laughs> okay. Museum Hearts. Welcome to the Stuttgart Hospital, where we learn how love turns cold and assassins are born. <laughs> okay. I like that. Oh, I'd man. watch that. I I, think, I like that. I think that it would be interesting to see how they could rem- like maybe the doctor finds something inside of the hearts that cause it to be compassionate. Yeah. Oh, like, oh that'd be great. Like oh. a, the soul of sorts. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then they remove it to create murderers. Yeah. But maybe there's like a John Wick type thing where somebody wants to get their soul back. I don't know. Or maybe like a Red Sparrow thing or who knows. Like or maybe like the movie Clue when there's different endings. <laughs> I like it. All right. All right, man. I will try my best. Go for it, Manny. I scream, you scream. Just keep going. You can do it. I feel like one of us is going to have to read this for him. I scream, you scream, we all scream for the Cambridge Museum of Medical Oddities. As Travis Frank, curator of the Enchanted Heart Wing, would soon learn, not all dentists to the museum are dead yet. And there is a reason for the warehouse's high turnover rate. Donors. Donors, not dentists. Not all donors to the museum are dead yet. And there is a reason for the warehouse's high turnover rate. That's awesome. I would watch that. I'm sorry. I couldn't get through the medical I know. I think it's because you had an exclamation point at the end. (laughs) It it, it went from medical oddities to medical oddities. Unfortunately, Unfortunately, none of these guesses were correct. So, Jen, please hit us up. With the sweet deets. All right. We watched Monsters, the episode entitled Museum Hearts. This is season two, episode 12. This episode aired January 7th, 1990. First episode in 1990. Congratulations, guys. We did it. We did did it. it. We did it. Nice work. Here's the description from IMDb. Oh, IMDb. A Lothario and two women he he cheated on. Take that again. A Lothario and two women he cheated on are trapped in a museum basement with the ancient bog body of a (laughs) man-hating druid priestess who who worshipped Saradwen. Saradwen. Caradwen. Caradwen? I think it was. Okay. Does it start with a C? Yes. It's probably Caradwen. Okay. Caradwen. 
the end. I the think, ancient bog body. Yeah, I. Oh well, and I also liked the man hating part. Yes, uh, I mean she wasn't crazy about him. No, she wasn't. Like men killed her for being a witch. So yeah, I understand. That's what you I get. get. I get it, lady. Uh, this episode was directed by Ted Gershany. He directed. Uh, he wrote and directed the episode. He previously oh, wow. had done writing and directing for many tales episodes including my own place strange love ursa minor ring around the redhead in the cards and he also did the episode of monsters holly's house holy crap okay yeah he uh i i, I kind of like some of the gershon episodes yeah i did too and this uh he wrote the teleplay it was based on a david beavers story danny was played by patrick breen he was he was in Galaxy Quest. He was in Men in Black, and he was in every TV show in the world. Cheryl was played by Louise Roberts, who was in This and As the World Turns. Hmm. And Edwina was played by Sarah Trigger. She was in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, The Phantom, Deadfall, PCU. She looked so familiar. Yeah, she yeah very it's familiar. it's PCU for me. That was on. Comedy Central, like, a, a billion times. Constantly. I used to love that movie. I used to think that was the most hilarious movie. Really? I'm sure if I went back, it would be it painful. It would not be fun. Be no. a, well, you know, I prefer the the rise of Taj. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also used to think Jeremy Piven was cute in that movie. It was a different um, time, guys. Oh, it was, it was sorry, a different guys. time. It's got Jon Favreau yeah. in White Boy Dreads. Yeah. So it's... Um, can you blow me where the pampers is yeah uh and uh Cardewin was played by pamela dean kelly she played the bird in holly's house oh my and she was uncredited in vampire's kiss oh my god wait the the nicholas cage movie mm-hmm. oh my god and uh the tv book for this week had dick clark's new year's Rockin' eve on the cover <gasps> this is the first week in january yeah, yeah. And if you were watching uh, TV that night, you would have seen, let's see, Saturday Night with Connie Chung. You could have been watching Hunter if you weren't watching Monsters. Hunter Hunter was great. Uh, Let's see, 1030, we had Tales from the Dark Side. A woman's gaze turns people to statues. (laughs) Oh, Miss Medusa. Which one was that? Miss May. Oh, May Medusa. That's right. 11 o'clock, we, uh, we could be watching Caddyshack. We could be watching Ooh. Chartbusters. Yeah, 11.30, Arsenio Hall would be coming on. Guests including Debbie Gibson, George Hamilton, and Eric Dickerson. Uh, no SNL this evening. Yep, that makes Just sense. The, uh, we did instead have the 22nd Annual NAACP Image Awards. And uh, Freddy's Nightmares would be showing at that time, too. I would like to go to a section of the TV book that... Uh, so so this is a, a TV book that I'm assuming is syndicated, uh, but I don't know how much of this is... So before the internet... Yeah. Before... Before time. Before time. <laughs> every Sunday paper... Had it would a, have its a, own mini TV guide, right? That would have the full color print funny papers. Mm-hmm. Yep, where you could catch a uh, Garfield and Calvin and Hobbes. Garfield. What, what's mm-hmm. Mary Worth doing? Yeah, oh. Dunesbury. Maybe a who, far who side. aren't they what's, poking at? What's happening, Beetle <laughs> Daily? Um, so that would be there, but there would also be, and this thing was like gold in our house. Mm-hmm. The TV book, the yes. TV yeah. guide, yeah. Uh, the TV book is a precious commodity, and on newspapers.com, you can go through the, the TV archive or oh, the, the newspaper man. archives, and all of these TV books are in them. And even the font that these are in, I'm like, oh, I remember. I remember just <laughs> pouring over the TV guide, figuring out what I was going to watch that week, figuring yeah. out because, it, you know, there were only, even with the cable listings in there, there were 30 channels. And my God, what a glut of entertainment we had. I can remember going through that and seeing descriptions for movies that were in no way accurate. Mm -hmm. One of them was for Kentucky Fried Movie, where it was like... A a chicken restaurant stars. A seasoned dancer digs a younger dancer under her wing, where I was like, that 
It is what? not even that is yeah, not no, even no. that is not even that movie at all. <laughs> Uh, so all of this to say about the greatness of the TV book, somehow I missed at the front of the TV book, uh, is a segment called Betty Lou Peterson's Celebrity Questions, where you could write into Betty Lou Peterson and she would answer your celebrity questions. So I would like to start doing these on the show. Yeah, sure. Perfect. Uh, so this week's question comes from Kelly Clark from Johannesburg, Michigan. There's a Johannesburg, Michigan? There yep. is. Okay. Question. Tell me about the boy who plays Mike Seaver on Growing Pains. Where can I write him? <laughs> Kirk Cameron was 19 on October 12th. He's been acting since he was nine in TV series and fit TV movies. Two Disney films, Beyond Witch Mountain and Magical Journey, are among his feature credits. Write Warner Brothers Television, 4000 Warner Boulevard, Burbank, California, 91522. In October, in an unusual move, ABC renewed Pains for two more seasons. Also, Kirk Cameron wasn't crazy yet. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Hadn't held up. Well, haven't held a banana to say intelligent design. <laughs> hold, hold, hold up. Hold, hold up about the not crazy yet. Because he had the um, the blonde nanny woman fired because she posed in Playboy. So. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, he was he he was he was nuts then too. So I retract my statement. Ugh. <sighs> Honey, it's family hour. There must be something on. Ooh, crispy critters, my favorite. Oh. Oh, look, it's Monsters, our favorite show. Shh, it's starting. Let's watch it. Let's watch it. <laughs> the door from the monster swings wide open to reveal the inside of a fixer-upper. Oh, yep. We are looking at a room that is basically, I guess, the size of a small hall, I guess. I don't know. It's, how big, would, how big is this Or a large room? closet. It is. Are we going to play large closet, small hole, or small hall? <laughs> small hall, large. Small hall, large closet. HGTV presents uh, small hall, large closet. You know, we have enough in our budget for a large closet, but we don't have enough for the small hall. Good thing, because this is both. Push these rods to the side. <laughs> I. This is shiplap. <laughs> This is an unfinished room. So um, the dude who, uh, I don't remember what his, what his name was, um, he is talking about how this is going to be, uh, so he's making a bunch of innuendo and he's like, oh, this is going to be a room with a bunch of tools and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Matt is bringing up a uh, point that we do need to bring up. Once again, Monsters is turning up the sex. It oh, is. It is so much warm in this episode. Oh yeah, I am. I am a fan. Flush. Yeah, mm -hmm. because there is legitimate sexiness. Yeah, in this episode, mm -hmm. instead of like feigned. Like, yeah, no, mm -hmm. there's actually beautiful people doing erotic things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Which made me giggle because I can't enjoy anyone's <laughs> sexuality. Because <laughs> I'm a monster inside. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're in this room. It is just mudded drywall. But we do see that there's a cage in there. And it looks like through dialogue, thankfully, because they say they're part of a museum. Mm -hmm. But nothing about this room says museum. Well... They show a museum in an establishing shot, and then you go to the room with the drywall and the uh, the chain link fence. It's got a real Alamo basement feel to it. Right. <laughs> there is no doubt that they literally could have put any placeholder picture and gone inside of this. Oh, like, thousand percent. They could have been like, hey, look, it's the mall. Yep. Yes. Hey, look, it's the White House. Exactly. This is a nondescript bottle episode oh, that yeah. they just decided to say is in a museum, museum because it's honestly the only plausible reason to have, have a mummy. <laughs> the mummy that we're mm -hmm. about to yeah. get introduced to. 
we are introduced to two of the four main characters in the episode. A guy named Danny and a lady named Cheryl. And Cheryl, oh, Lord, is wearing such an outfit, guys. It is, it is an outfit, all right. Um, I, I asked, described it. I asked everybody to describe what Cheryl looks like. I wrote that uh, Cheryl's outfit is from the Rumspringer at the Danceteria <laughs> collection. <laughs> I wrote that she was a mythical centaur with a bottom half Amish woman and a top half DTF hussy and suspenders. That's Rome Springer at the Danceteria. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, maybe I'm far <laughs> off, but I wrote Stevie Nicks by way of Dana Plato from Different Strokes. <laughs> oh, the Dana Plato is great. Yeah. yeah. She is wearing a very flowy flowy it's like fabric suspenders and the bottom half is curtains yeah (laughs) yeah it it is just and then she's wearing she was wearing like boots boots, right like but like high heel thing came out of the window from the movie mannequin (laughs) hollywood made this (laughs) this is a very very flowy late 80s outfit Mm -hmm. and you know what i was living for it oh yeah i liked it i liked it I, I'm not gonna lie. the 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 13 year old Matt was like, I'm on board for this. Exactly. This this hits you at. Uh, this would have hit me if I would have saw this in 1990. That does mean we're 13 years old. Yeah. Oh, that's Boner City. I did and the math in my head. That's yeah. why it's that 13 year old Matt. Yeah. So yeah, this has a lasting impact on you. Right? Oh yeah. They are talking. So Danny and Cheryl are having a conversation that truly is just nonstop. Sexual entendres. Right. Yeah. yeah. Not, not even entendres. Just, yeah, just straight, straight, straight up. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, I'm going to nail you in this room. Yeah. Right like, hey, look at this box. I wonder what would happen if I was bent over it. Wink. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. Let, let me just hoist my body into entry position. There is... No- <laughs> <laughs> you know how people talk about love me. <laughs> oh, I guess you're entering me now. Wink. <laughs> uh, she takes her boots off. She's wearing late '80s stockings, like the. Mm-hmm. They're not fishnets. No. Nope. Yeah, Jen and I uh, referred to them as something that Madonna would wear in in like one they of her first. They look like videos. Madonna's gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah but yeah, now yeah. they're on their legs. Yeah. Um, They're leg gloves. And you said, and, and she was wearing garters too, right? Yeah, and and this was absolutely a garters outfit. So again, every likey, yeah, every single sexual <laughs> hangup I have. This was around the time that Matt turned away from me and Jen. <laughs> My face was flush. Matt's favorites. You got, you got garters. You got museum fucking. You have poor sets. You get me into a mudded room and don't just give me my wife a bottle of Chianti and a fucking blanket. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Why do you what why do you need the blanket? Because he's a gentleman, Matt. He's gonna fuck her on a box? A dusty floor? Like she's a horse? Like you would fuck a horse? In a hotel? <laughs> Guys, they are museum fucking Harlequin romance style. She like rips open his 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 white Oxford shirt. Uh, She's (laughs) to reveal a pigeon chest. (laughs) (laughs) He looked surprised that she did. that. (laughs) I don't know if she went with it or that's just his. I feel like on this take. Like, they've had six takes, each one tepid at best. Finally, the director was like, look, no one is eating these hoagies until you get it. The craft services wrap it up until they make me believe that they want to do each other. Uh, Do you think this is a union shoot? Because let me fucking guarantee you, it's not. We'll be here all night with no food. You're all getting taff heart lead. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those sandwiches are a couple days old. Yeah. <laughs> the longer we wait, the greater the risk My of My grandmother's made <laughs> It's okay. But she made them like two days ago. Don't lie to me. The last time I saw my grandma. I made a whole bunch of sandwiches. My grandma made them. God rest her soul. 
So is I your, guarantee is your the mummy or what? <laughs> <laughs> spoilers. Um, so the director gave the please turn up the eroticism. Yeah. So when she rips his shirt open, he's he does give a huh what? Yeah. <laughs> because let's can we talk about the animal magnetism of this guy and the lack thereof? <laughs> well, the fact that he he starred in Galaxy Quest, Quest. should tell you Galaxy Quest as one of the as one aliens. of the aliens. Yeah. Uh, this is and was in Men in Black as one of the aliens. The aliens. <laughs> uh, he. His other roles are not as sex pot. Yeah. So it was an interesting casting choice. And actually, I thought he did he did pretty well in this episode. Yeah, he, he plays a real, like, douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, he, he's really cocky. He, he definitely would be a pickup artist these days. Yeah. Like, just kind of... A low-rent pickup artist. But yeah. yeah, like, yeah. He, he, you know, using the negs. Oh, yeah. And everything's like... You know, every, everything... He's he's creepy. What I did like about this was he would like he would crack jokes and sort of crack wise, but it was not the episode didn't go in that direction. It wasn't like a tongue in cheek one. Yeah, and it was, I was sort of to like break the tension of you know, yeah. that's just sort of his character, not the episode. I like when it. I saw the description of the episode and it said mummy, I got really worried mm-hmm. because of the previous mummy episodes that we've had and the quality of some of them we've had bad luck the, with mummies guys yeah i mean there was there was the one where it was like the british guy and it was a robert block story mm-hmm. that one was okay with like the jewel but the one where it's like the mummy and they're playing cards no thanks man yeah. so they're going at it and we enter a scene of oh no i gotta put my dong away <laughs> <laughs> we we see an exterior shot of the museum and it cuts and in a voiceover inserted goes the the museum will be closing in 10 minutes which means the museum will be closing in seven seconds, seconds. <laughs> correct yeah, yeah. <laughs> It should have been read, the museum is now closed. Yes. Yeah. Please yeah. make your way to the exit. Yeah. Instead, it says the museum will be closed in 10 minutes, but that doesn't stop our third major character, whose name I Edwina. 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 Edwina, who enters the scene like she's coming home after a long day of work. Work. So I don't understand. Well, and I mean, the relationship was, here was was weird, and I and I didn't quite get all of all of it. And I guess for the episode, it doesn't really matter. Which it is doesn't. Good. It do, but she was she was playing like a fancy scientist. I don't know. I, I wasn't really sure because the, the way that she was played was like high society because she was wearing like pearls and stuff. Well, her name and was the way Edwina. she spoke. Yeah. yeah, and her name was Edwina. Um. But then later, like, she talked about how she was a scientist and it was her job to know these things. Like, this is a very odd introduction to the character. Mm -hmm. Because what our presupposition is based on her entrance and her dialogue right at the beginning is that she has left Danny to run amok in the... To take a nap. In the museum. In, in, in that room. room. She entered and said, it's after six. Did you have a good nap? Which immediately made me think, oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> yeah. That's, this was, that's, that's fair enough. He I do not have my sea legs vampire. at all in, yeah. this, in this episode. A lot of the point. episode was disorienting. And I, I maybe that was purpose. That was on purpose. I'm I, When I'm watching this part, I am like, who is this lady? Mm-hmm. Because I don't get through any of the exchanges between Danny and Cheryl. So as soon as I heard the voice, I thought wife. That's that was just me as I thought like that oh, sort of sing song. Yeah, his wife caught him. And then I'm like, Danny, you sloppy, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like what like what are you doing scoring your side? Your, your museum is the place that you score chicks? Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it doesn't really follow, but for the purposes of this episode, it's uh, fine. We're going on the trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so Danny is kind of nonplussed. Yeah. He, he tucks in his shirt. He he does his pants up. He walks in. He's like, oh, baby. They start Gross. kissing. She's talking about how, uh, you know, oh, oh you, remember. you remembered our anniversary. I've got a bottle of champagne at home. Now, Cheryl comes in 
And there is a big like, oh no. Yeah, and the punch is hilarious. Oh, she goes to take a swing at him. Oh yeah, she goes and so like Edwina is so softly up- catches it. So Edwina <laughs> is so upset with Danny that she throws a punch that can only be described as the worst softball throw <laughs> of all time. Yes, oh, thousand percent. So I wanted to point out that he said he gave her a tour, and she's like, "You gave her something," and he's like, "Well, maybe." And she says, "Was it smaller than, than a, a bread, bread box? box?" And he goes, "Barely." Oh God, dude, you're the worst. Uh, his dong is singing his praises. <laughs> it doesn't take too much more time for them to discuss the bog woman (laughs) (laughs) at which point i immediately get locked in did they say bog woman yeah so they get that you hear the like cling cling um of the lock being set and that's when they start banging on the door where it's like what are you in a fucking bank vault they would immediately hear you and come back and unlock you what do you think museums are but so they're they're like, oh no, we're locked in, and they they panic for a second. Um, yes, exactly. It's Deus ex machina to lock them in. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of them being saved by the gods, they get yeah, cursed, cursed by, by the gods. Yeah. So um, what's his name? Danny. Yep. Uh, Danny's like, oh well, there's a skylight over here, so I'll just uh, I'll just jump up and and open it, and uh, we'll all be out of here. Shannel's all for it. Edwina in is what not. world were this, would this happen? But it it, it doesn't matter. So he, well, he time out. and Cheryl... Uh, yeah. Time go, out for go, just go, a go, second go, 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 go. because I know that I know exactly where you're going. He sees a box in the middle of the floor that they push over to get under the, the skylight. And I'm with you because I'm thinking, okay, presuppose that you can get a skylight open. Mm-hmm. You've had to jump off of a box to open a skylight how are you going to get to the actual Correct. end of the skylight? There is no ladder in this room. There is nothing. This is a bottle so episode. Did you guys not hear how enormous his dick is? Oh, I'm sorry. So that's right. a very fair point. And he said, get ready for a sweet two-pointer. Yeah. You, oh, God. A uh, guy so, with a dick that size, so he's what, got all, it covered. All I could think of was, all right, this, this crate is like, what, four by one? Just... Turn it on its end, crawl up, and you can stand up, open the latch, and probably then jump up on top. And everybody's out. No one gets killed by a mummy. Well, too that bad. Didn't, that didn't happen in this. The episode. rule of three applies, and three <laughs> jumps in. He breaks the box and reveals the bog woman that Edwina is like, oh no, the bog woman. <laughs> so he cuts his leg on the box. And then um, his blood, we find out, spills, spills on the heart. On, yeah, spills on the heart of the bog woman. He comes and out. That's, and that's the act break, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so we see the mummy stir, and then uh, that is the act break. All right. We'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Who are you? You know it's okay to be scared, right? Are you going to tell me what this is all about? Yes. Yes, absolutely. You've killed before. You'll kill again. I see what you did there. There are things in the corners of this world. Help me! They'll drive you insane. A new generation of horror has risen from the dead. Now, 
It's the way it's supposed to be. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. That was the trailer for Creep Show 2019. Oof. And we have an announcement to make. <laughs> but the month of October. We're going to put monsters on hold. And we're going to do Creep Show 2019. Oh, cannot wait. Um, creep show. We are still. <laughs> so excited. Yeah, we are so excited to review a show. It is airing on Shudder. Hopefully you have all seen the uh, the trailer. If not, it if is, not, it it's is available on YouTube. On YouTube. Yeah, go Definitely watch it. Watch it looks it. great. And everything we've heard about it sounds amazing. It's got yeah, amazing the reviews people are good. Yeah, uh, involved with it. Super fun. We're very excited. So it is six episodes total with two stories per, per episode. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't Stories know. by Joe Hill, Stephen King. I mean, it, it's. It, I don't know if we're going to be doing two episodes per single episode of the show. <laughs> um, but what we do know, <laughs> considering that it takes us an hour and a half to do one twenty-two minute episode, we'll see. Maybe with a good show, we'll uh, we'll yeah. get through it a little yeah. with some experience. I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> what I do know is that we're going to apply the classic transmissions from the dark side twist to it. Uh, so we'll be looking for goofs and gaffs and ways to have fun. Uh, but my oh, spoofs ex- and goofs, spoofs and spoofs and goofs. <laughs> oh, great! Uh, but my expectation is that these will be really great. They yeah, might be a little scary. A little scary. They look a little scary. But also a little fun, guys. It is creep show, and I think um, that is the beauty of creep show that mm-hmm. it is scary, but there's also an actual tongue in cheekness yep. that. Yeah. Is earned. Yes. Well, and and I mean the fact that Greg Nicotero is is I don't think he's the showrunner, but I mean I think that he's also like the person who got the show running. So I'll call him the showrunner. Um, I, like he really gets it. He worked with George Romero a bunch. Um, I I, I like Greg Nicotero. I like mm-hmm. the stuff that he's done and. I really think that he gets it, I and do. I am really looking forward to reviewing this with you guys. Same. So, oh, I, I if can't you, wait. yeah, if you if you have not seen the trailers for Creep Show, go watch them. So here is the deal: uh, this show that you're listening to right now is September 30th. And then the first show in October will be next Monday, which will be episode one. So we'll be a full week behind. Um, So hopefully giving you enough time to watch the episode on your own time Mm -hmm. uh, without spoiling it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will be talking about spoilers. So Yeah, but we'll put up a... We actually will have something pre-recorded at the beginning of the episode uh, to talk about spoilers because Mm -hmm. it will... We will have them. It doesn't... It is not... We've never mentioned spoilers before for Tales from the Dark Side or Monsters. Because they are 30 years old. <laughs> uh, but You've had your chance. You, you truly have had your chance. Once an episode of television gets on YouTube for free, <laughs> I pretty much am like, nah, I'm yeah. sorry, bro. Yeah, sorry, dude. Um, but absolutely with the creep show, we don't want to ruin the experience for you. Not at all. Uh, but watch, a, watch along with us and have some fun. Uh, with your old transmissions buddies yeah. right here. And uh, I think we're back. We're back. Yeah, we're back. So I had you guys ever heard, I assume, Matt, you have. Have you heard of a bog woman before or a bog person? Um, I mean, I know I know about people that have been, like, mummified um, from, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people who get like trapped under glaciers and stuff. Yeah, so bog bodies are a a real thing. Yep. Um uh a real creepy thing. Mm-hmm. Tell you that it's, much. It's it sounded very real and very disturbing. Yeah. Well, yeah, like I <laughs> a few weeks ago I was reading about Pete um because I was reading about scotch and then like I kind of went down a hole and I started, you know, cuz when you start reading about Pete, you you eventually go towards bodies. So, Jen, please. Uh, yeah, so a bog body is a human cadaver that has been naturally mummified in a peat bog. Such mm-hmm. bodies, sometimes known as bog people, are both geographically and chronologically widespread, uh, dating between 8,000 B.C. to the Second World War. 
Holy Unifying shit. factor is uh, they have been found in peat, are partially preserved, uh, but that level of preservation varies widely. Mm-hmm. And unlike most human remains, bog bodies often retain their skin and internal organs uh, due to the unusual condition of the surrounding area, including uh, highly acidic water, low temperature, and lack of oxygen, which combined which combined to preserve but severely tan their skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so it's creepy. And there is... Um, called the a bog body a particular bog body called the the Elling woman that was discovered in 1938 in Denmark the Tallinn man was uh, discovered right after her, uh, 12 years after her um but she was found by a local farmer and uh believed to be hanged uh probably as a uh, some sort of sacrifice during the Nordic Iron Age mm-hmm. uh and it almost kind of feels like this episode might be referencing that. yeah i definitely yeah, feel absolutely. like they're, yeah. they're taking from that and they're taking from macbeth yes there's a macbeth reference right yes during this part of the episode of the witches mm-hmm. of that time mm-hmm. yeah and how so it, yeah when we come back and they've broken the box danny is bleeding and very concerned about that but edwina <laughs> loves a teachable moment and uh <laughs> starts to tell the tale of the bog woman yeah and you know that she would have a noose gather around whore let me tell you about the bog woman. well so i actually uh, what i noticed from this was that the edwina was actually not mean to cheryl i like that too this she was, a very... was she was like cheryl was asking her questions and then she was like, well, how do you know this? And she's like, well, this is actually my job. Yeah. And then this dude, the, the two started talking. And then... Um, Danny is on the outs immediately. Oh, yeah. He's, he's on the other side of the fence. This is about this to one. turn into an odd cuckold porn. Yes. This, <laughs> yep. You know, um, that's that's where we're heading. Hey, I'm over here. No, oh, I guess All right, I'll... Well, I guess yeah. I'm going to watch. Um, <laughs> watch them talk about science. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> it's the only thing that makes me come. <laughs> Cutting that, maybe, maybe during this uh, during this school session, mm-hmm. I do write down. Please turn down the Tangerine Dream. <laughs> <laughs> the background music is so out of kilter yeah. in this mm-hmm. part, where it's like, dun, 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 dun. Yeah, you hear you they do had, hear the whispering. They had six sounds. They had six like sound beds they could use, mm-hmm. and they just went through. Did we use that one lately? No. All right. Yeah, we'll turn I mean, it on. Some of it did sound a little pure moods for me. Yeah. Sail away. <laughs> um, they talk. He. Danny is still cleaning up his blood, and, and, he's, and he's complaining about bleeding to death while they're talking about bog people but luckily we get to a part of the scene that i call past the dookie heart <laughs> <laughs> well so this is where they mention the witches uh where yes. um where edwina mentions that um women like the bog woman here um were the inspiration for shakespeare for the witches in macbeth because and it looks like uh this bog woman had a, a rope around her, her neck, neck and she, and was, she was strangled hanged she was hanged for, for witchcraft. witchcraft yes um, and while they're having this conversation, Danny is noticing that Danny has taken the heart out of the bog woman. Yes. It is made of stone and his blood, the blood from his hand is getting on it. And the heart is sucking up his blood like, and yes. getting warmer. Which I thought was a very good effect. Yeah. Great I thought effect. that was very effective. Here's my question. Other than it was written in the script... Why would Danny's character do this? Pick up the heart? Why would he pick, pick up the up heart? Because he's a douchebag. That's the only thing I can think of. I was really trying to figure that out, and I'm I'm not trying to be funny at mm. all with this. I'm literally like, when I well, saw him so do it... That's that's where his foot went through. Did his foot... Yeah, did it like hurt his foot or something? So or I did think it just was I, it sort of I, falling I, out? I, 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 I mean, to, to really know, we would have to read the short story. Um, okay. But... I, I think that his foot went through and he kind of went to inspect. Mm. And that's when he saw, saw the, the heart. heart, pulled it out with the handkerchief with the blood on it, that he had been soaking the blood up on his tiny cut because he's a baby. Um, 
And that's when we see the blood get sucked out from the handkerchief, which, as previously mentioned, I thought was a very effective thing to see. Um, and that's when uh, Edwina is chastising him for being a jerk because <laughs> he's being a jerk. He stole a corpse's heart and he's dancing around with it. Um, and then he kind of stops with uh, with being a fool and he's like, well, wait, okay, so why is the heart warm now? I liked this part. Yeah. I did too. Um, because, I mean, granted, I didn't necessarily like the explanation of it's like it's stealing the warmth from my blood. But it, There's it, some I mean, heavy handedness. Yeah, heavy but, but at the same time, I get it. Like, heavy handedness. Heavy handy. <laughs> oh, uh, heavy handy. Oh, yeah, this is an uppy downy. Oh, this heart is uppy downy. <laughs> So he's he's holding the heart, and Edwina is, is kind of like, whatever, dude. And, and he's, he's like, like no, no, you feel take it. it. And he actually takes her hand and puts it on the heart, and then she is now buying on, uh, buying into this, and is like, what, what the fuck? It's <laughs> nice when they have actual correct reactions to things. Yes, um, like, hey. Hey, a piece of wood or a piece of stone shouldn't be getting hotter, right, guys? Yeah, that's a proper <laughs> that's reaction. That's the proper reaction. That's yep. great. Yep. When yep. a bog woman starts coming after you, you tell everyone to run and you padlock her into something. That's yeah, smart. Because so, that's exactly what happens next. Well, so we we find out um, from Edwina that the mummy's name is Carriedwin, and that um, this is where I think we find out where she was murdered mm-hmm. for witchcraft. Um, and we start to actually see her come out of the crate, which I great. thought was creepy. Yeah. Like, I, I oh, would go I so far as to say creepy as fuck. Go ahead, Matt. Get it. Carried with my bog woman. <laughs> oh, there we go. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, Matt. Please send your money to Matt.Moss. <laughs> um, <laughs> Care of transmissions. <laughs> on the dark side. Uh, so... Don't I, you bog no more. Bog, no! Do, 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 do. Bog, 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 bog. Bog. And the night I went. Bog, bog. I see a boggy, boggy lady. Ooh, boggy woman. Van Halen. Ooh, boggy lady. Michael Anthony's perfect harmony. All right. Let's, <laughs> this. <laughs> so now that we have this kind of moment of warm heart, the reaction there, we cut to the crate and the bog woman is, is a stirring. She's alive. Yeah. Yeah. And now she's getting out of the crate. And this reaction that Cheryl has is a real reaction. Right. Uh, it's let's get the fuck out of here. Danny. Edwina, Cheryl, all bead feet. Oh, yeah. Now, there's some weird Dutch angles. There's some weird camera work kind of throughout this episode. Mm-hmm. Like, they just chose. Yeah. It's kind there of hor- there were, it's horror angles. Yeah, it's, fine. it's fine. Yeah, there were a couple, like, extreme zooms and stuff. I personally was fine with it because this was like January 90. A lot of the stuff hadn't necessarily been done so much. Like, hadn't been done to death. I don't think. Um, so Danny. Right. They closes, didn't put a green filter. Mm-hmm. Right. Or blue. Yeah. Right. Um, so he slams the um, the chain link gate shut, grabs the padlock, closes it, and they all kind of back up 10 feet or so. And we this is where we see. And I liked how this scene was lit. Because you don't really see Carrie Dwin. You see her shadow. You see enough of her where I was like, fuck, that's that's actually kind of creepy. Oh, I, oh I really, it creeped me out. Yeah, it would I, have terrified me as a 13 Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I really liked the way that Ted Gershony did this. Mm-hmm. And she moves slowly and if you rewatch it you'll see that when she actually gets out of the crate 
some moss falls off of her and onto the ground. Mm-hmm. This um, this reveal of her getting out of the crate serves two purposes. Number one, to amp up the suspense yep. and amp up the creepiness of the bog woman, and also to eat up a minute and a half of of, yeah. Yeah. of runtime. But that didn't bother me because it, it didn't it bother looked, me. It looked good. It was creepy. It was creepy. It was effective. I wrote crate crate creepiness. Yeah, yeah. I and wrote creepy and underscored it. It it totally works. Now she is at the gate. Yes, she's and, at the gate, and, and she wants her heart reason, back for some reason. Ed, Edwina. Is right up on that gate. She's right up on the fence looking at the mummy. And all of the sudden. Yeah, the the mummy basically projects herself into Edwina. Mm -hmm. And Edwina starts screaming over and over. Heart. Because she loves the song Barracuda. (laughs) (laughs) Heart. Heart. She just wants an encore. (laughs) They haven't played it yet. No. She knows that it's going to be... Come on, bam, second second encore. encore. It's going to be Barracuda. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) What about love? What about love? And um, all I want to do is make love to you. Yes. (laughs) Which is the... And it's kind of been done to death. But it needs to be said again, the most insane video and song. I can't think of it. So all I want to do is make love to oh, you. Oh, I remember that because that was late 80s. Is the tale of a woman who finds a man that she has sex with and wants to get pregnant from but doesn't tell him. Oh. And then sees him years later and is like, this is your son. son. That's also that's also ZZ Top's legs. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back with more transmissions from the dark side after this. Introducing a whole new way to keep that shower fresh feeling all day. New band Fresh and Dry. Keep the feeling, shower fresh feeling. New band Fresh and Dry. New band Fresh and Dry has an extra wide ball. It's a big way to roll on fresh. A big way to roll on dry. Band Fresh and Dry has aloe, too. It's a whole new way to stay shower fresh. Keep that feeling. Shower fresh feeling. New Band Fresh and Dry. We're in the 90s, baby. Yeah. Band Fresh and Dry all oh, day long. Man, I can't wait to spray my hair with some Aquanet and... Are you a bog woman? I guess I'm. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go to the gallery of bog women. <laughs> Let's get some fresh and dry on us and turn this bog train around. We are 1,000 years old. <laughs> <laughs> My finger just fell off. <laughs> oh, man. We're in the 90s. 23 skidoo. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Now... Edwina is still under the control of the bog woman. She's screaming about heart, my sacrifice, mm-hmm. my heart. And um, it's just amazing what you can do with a blank room, a couple wandering Jews, and a little strobe light. Yeah. Looks great. So for someone who doesn't know what a wandering Jew is, it's a plant. Right. <laughs> they, they just basically put like... It wasn't a family that wandered onto set. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know... This whole thing was written by Mel Brooks. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, so the bog woman. So Edwina is uh, sort of released from the bog woman's spell, yes. and she is like, "This bitch is coming through the chain link fence. Yeah, she, we got to get the f out of here." I just my notes are: she's the spirit of women who something something. Because I didn't really. That's because uh, you're a man, Matt. You know, that's so, it's oh, such Oh, cool. What did you get in your know? notes? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, empowerment. Uh, uh, 75 cents for every bog dollar. Uh, uh, purple stuff. <laughs> yeah, so did you. It is. It is a real travesty that it's still seventy five cents to every bog dollar. Oh god! 
Uh, so she now, uh, she now breaks through. On through to the other she side. Breaks on through to the other side. Well, and we we start to see the peat mat, the peat moss growing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not she a wandering Jew. It's not a wandering Jew. It's bog moss, right? Is yeah. that what it is? It's moss. Yeah, it's, it's it might as well be. It's the it, painter bog moss. <laughs> <laughs> happy little trees, demented little bog woman. woman. I'm draw a little happy little bog woman over here. She was sacrificed. <laughs> well. She's once, not her get <laughs> once the bog woman breaks through to the other side, this episode ramps up mm-hmm. the Sapphos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred percent. There is not a moment of the rest of the episode that it isn't clear that this is about a coven of ladies mm-hmm. that have bonded to each other in. A variety of ways. A variety of <laughs> ways. Wink. <laughs> now when I show you this erogenous... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> but, it, but truly, like the bog woman gets right next to Edwina, touches Edwina... On the face. On the face. Edwina comes. 100%. Not to put too fine a point on it, but it, that face is rapture. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she is... Really feeling that oh they're bog banging. She is. You know what? Where's the moss going? Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Ann Moss. Carrie Ann, so my God. wayward moss. moss. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I have to go now. Everybody's, my planet needs me. <laughs> everybody's nose bleeding. <laughs> this is how we really kept it together, Matt. Hey, we did so good. I know we tried. Two X. So many inside baseballs. <laughs> uh, oh, my, my ribs! <laughs> what else is gonna get cut? Nothing. Bullshit! <laughs> I have mm, cut so much. Yeah. I know. I'm just uh, okay. I want a man with a slow hand and a bog woman with an easy touch. <laughs> she touches faces, and it is obvious that Edwina is under her spell. Yeah. Oh, a thousand percent. Now, Edwina walks to the gate again, grabs Cheryl. Cheryl's mm-hmm. like, "It's your it's turn." Your turn. Cheryl's turn. Well, and uh, and Danny's, Danny's like, like ah, ah, you're no. crazy if you go in and there. And Cheryl's like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah. It is Cheryl is college age. She's like pushing up her sleeves because. Yeah. So Danny's an idiot. Yeah. Danny is super foolish. Because he is. You don't want to wander into that moist area. <laughs> <laughs> he is that in a vaguely vulva shaped area. No, don't do it. He's in a room. That is 100% drywall, and he just stands there like an idiot instead of throwing his body at a wall. (laughs) That's the answer to all of his problems of not being able to escape. Oh, cool. Watch this. Boom, boom, boom. boom. (laughs) Instead, he stands there and watches Cheryl now join the coven, and now um, the bog woman holds up a pointy spear... A dagger. A dagger, if you will. She points it. She holds it. Cheryl and Edwina. Oh, sorry. That, sorry, that, sorry. that doesn't happen. Edwina doesn't comes happen. to Danny and is like, now it's your, your turn. turn. Please sit on this sacrifice. Sacri- Please lay on this sacrificial rock. <laughs> and he's like, okay. okay. Seems like I'm going to get to double team you yeah. two. So I'm in. I guess. And then he watches them go back to the bog woman who has a spear, spear. head, a dagger. They both grab it. <laughs> Cut she their, cuts make their a blood hands, sacrifice. And then they just smash it together, smiling, looking Danny at each other's is not eyes. Concerned. He's like, I'll throw down a towel. Yeah. <laughs> like okay, I don't I'm- already have... All the diseases. I don't give a fuck. I've had period sex. That's exactly right. I, yeah. I will also probably <laughs> yeah. have that. Probably. Thank you. We'll see. But I mean, once you go barbecue style, you can't come back. <laughs> Once you earn your red wings, yeah. Uh, yeah, also cutting all of this. So they are doing this very weird Blood Brothers thing. Right. <laughs> and he is watching it, and again, is just there's a chance there he's getting the laid, though. 
here's Walter. the thing. He could be getting murdered, but there's an outside chance he's going to get murdered. Yeah. I wrote down, did you not see what just happened? Yeah. Uh, so he's not tied once, up. Once they now turn around and look at him in a very wicker man style, mm-hmm. that's when he gets up from the altar and just kind they, of slowly walks to the... They look at him as if he were a cartoon that just became a fully cooked <laughs> chicken. <laughs> Thousand percent. Yeah, yes. he, he is like, and he is just like, hmm. Can't wait to get laid. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I've they had do them, start like kissing him. I've had them both individually, but I bet at the same time I could disappoint them both. <laughs> <laughs> so he turns around and goes towards the open gate door, whatever. It slams shut, and so he panics for a second until I think this is where they both go to him. And then he's like, oh, no reason to panic now. They lead him back to the sacrificial altar. They're both kissing. And I, I, we're, we're overselling this sacrificial yeah. altar. It is basically the same box with a tarp over right. it. <laughs> yes. And now there is a lot more smoke machine action in this room. Um, the, the lights are flickering. And now we see the bog woman, and she puts herself over Danny. With, yeah. with she the, straddles him. With the dagger. And he's kind of freaked out. And he does say, he says, I'm sorry I took your heart. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, at least he, he gets it. He's apologizing. But yeah. also he's thinking, uh, I didn't want this to be it. Yeah. Well, I guess he, I'll fuck the bog woman. He, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's getting on it first. Yeah. yeah. So, so he, I think to Cheryl... He's he says like help me out, babe, and she goes, "Don't, Don't call, call me babe." babe. Mm-hmm. And Miss Cheryl, if you're nasty, and then I I guess they all get into a car and drive off a cliff together. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Bug Woman stabs him. The blood splatters on both of their faces. This is straight porno. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is really like. It's blood hitting their face and just... And them being ecstatic oh, yeah. about it. Open mouth. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah, it's still the most, like, layered and nuanced that I think I've seen an episode of Monsters <laughs> right. or yeah. Tales do. Like, it's a thin veneer, but it is a it veneer. It is a veneer. It is a veneer. It isn't... It wasn't, like... He all of a sudden was an android from Alien. Right. <laughs> Throwing white stuff yeah. all over their face. <laughs> like, and, and I mean, it's sort of a writer's room thing, but, you know, also him apologizing for taking taking the her heart. heart. It's sort of a metaphor for him being this... A, a, a womanizer. Yeah, a womanizer. Yeah. He so, is... He dead. He yeah, dead. he dead. So it cuts to uh, the exterior of the museum during the day. And we see that there is a desiccated corpse in his outfit in the crate. Did anybody write down what they thought this corpse looked, looked like? I just wrote, oh. he's a little bog boy. <laughs> I r- literally wrote desiccated corpse in crate. I wrote down, that's a real they live corpse. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. It looks like one of the they live. Yeah, it does. Um, it a thousand percent does. So it makes me feel like they just were like next to the set yeah. of they yeah. live. <laughs> you're like, can we have one of those? Yeah. Or, or because this was three years after, mm-hmm. um, it, it, like one of them worked on the set and just walked away with a mask. Yeah. Which no, just... also, by the way, he does in this episode. He walks away from the two of them to jump up on that crate. Mm-hmm. And he does whistle. Yeah. He he does the, uh, I'm not guilty of anything whistle. Um. So now we see that there is a new woman um, standing over him uh, in a blue dress. Who's this lady? Guess what? Who's this lady? It's the bog woman. She stole oh all her blood and now she's yeah, a real woman. Now she's a wet lady. <laughs> and uh, I want to say that the last lines of the episode are from Macbeth. I, I would think... I mean, yes. Yeah, let's let's just go with that. So uh, the woman takes off 
the rope that was around her neck and puts it on his corpse, puts on a headscarf, and the three ladies walk out and... Sisters are doing it for themselves, plays. So how would you... How would you... Sisters how would you describe Cheryl's walking themselves. away? Oh, yeah. So we get... We get the bog woman's, and it's just like a straight-ahead business, no bullshit mm-hmm. business yeah. walk. And then we get Edwina, kind of the same thing, and then we get Cheryl. The eight-year-old in a fashion show. I I just thought, here comes Randall. He's a berserker. <laughs> <laughs> he's here not a great walk. Here comes Randall. He's, he's a, a berserker. berserker. <laughs> I, I really loved her gumption. I really loved her attitude. Yeah. But yes, this was very much like, we're going to put it in slow-mo so you can exaggerate it. And then they didn't put it in slow-mo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were like, if we put it in slow-mo, we'll never get through all the walks. Right. So you just got to do it in regular time. I'm going to just play the end because I did find um, one, um, just one of the um, lines from Macbeth. Okay. Play it. In thunder, lightning, or in rain. That's from Macbeth. Okay. Fair okay. Is right. foul, and foul is fair. Hover through the fog and filthy air. It does look like her heels were broken. <laughs> <laughs> so she had to do the best that she could. Yeah. But yes, that is absolutely from Macbeth. And that okay. is absolutely the episode. Yay! Uh, let's go to the writer's room really quick. What would we change on my end? Not um, much. As, as I said to, to you guys, that uh, I thought this was a man scared of feminism's take on a feminist horror story. But at the same time, I, I liked it. I thought this was a very f- feminist. I thought this was a, a very pro-lady episode. I... It didn't I, demonize I the do, witches. I, no, I don't think that it did necessarily. I thought there were a couple lines where it was like, mm. um, but I, I liked it. I thought that the mummy witch was really effective yeah. because I like witches and I kind of like mummies. And combining the two mm. was... Worked. Yeah, yeah, really, really worked for me. I thought that the makeup was really effective mm-hmm. on the mummy. I thought that the way that early bird moved, <laughs> <laughs> and the fact that they didn't have her talk yeah. at all in this episode, yeah, um, was really effective. Um, like, I, I like the episode, guys. I like the episode I, too. I, I, there's, there's not a whole lot that I would change. Would you on. call I mean, this a must watch? I would call it a recommended minimum. What do you think? Uh, this might be a must watch. So, for a must watch, it's got to be like, here are all of the best things of Tales. And it's like, there's like just a nudge of camp, but um, scary, actually scary. Yeah. Seeing the bog woman, like I, I still makeup. was, yeah, creeped out a little bit. You know, sexy, a little, a little titillating. So, yeah, I'd yeah, call it a must watch. Let's call it a must watch. Good acting. Let's call it a must watch. Uh, let's get it. Let it get it on the scale. Uh, Jen, give us a scale, please. Uh, how many uh, How many stone hearts would you give this episode? Nine. One to ten stone hearts. I'm at nine. I would also give it nine stone yeah, hearts. Give it nine and a half. Really liked it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Next week we do begin creep show, so get ready for that. Warm up your shutters. Shutter is not expensive, <laughs> and uh, I believe if you sh- if you sign up, you can get the first month for free. You can mm-hmm. so um, take advantage of that, and then cancel it uh, until they become sponsors. <laughs> In which case, Shutter has a variety of great programming, and right, but they're not sponsors yet. So do what you will, do what you want to. I'm still gonna say don't. Yeah, <laughs> guys. If you want to help the show in any way, shape, or form, the best thing to do is to tell one person that you know that loves this type of thing about it. We are we are soup's niche. Yeah. We are a very niche show. You know it if you've listened to this more than once. If you like horror, if you like The Simpsons, 
<laughs> I think you have to like both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I really, really, if you like horror, you might be disappointed at the lack of horror in our show. If you like The Simpsons, you might be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> Why they're talking about <laughs> monsters. <laughs> you have to like both. And if you know those people, tell them about the show. Uh, just one. Just one. That's yeah. all we're asking. Um, because, boy, oh, boy, that helps us so much. We you... told the landlord we'd get one more listener. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> he's like, show me the metrics. And I'm like, here's where we are. And he's like, all right. You can stay another month. If you get one more listener. And uh, we're trying. <laughs> we got to keep these lights on. <laughs> Uh, you can get in contact with us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com, tftdspod on Twitter, uh, tfromthedarkside on Facebook and Instagram. Did I forget anything? Mm, try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. Try to enjoy the daylight. We'll see you in Shocktober. Shocktober! Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTBS Pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.